Hello and welcome podcast listeners. Our show today is brought to you by Care of Vitamins. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time knowing which vitamins I'm supposed to be taking. So I went to TakeCareOf.com and I filled out a whole survey about my lifestyle and they gave me a custom suite of vitamins that I now take every day. Now you hear something you don't know. When they asked to be a sponsor of our show, they gave me a free month of their service, and I loved it so much that I'm actually paying to be a customer right now. I am officially a member of Care of Vitamins. I pay for it. They, they gave it to me at first, and now I like it so much, I'm a customer. If you would like to get 50% off your first order, go to TakeCareOf.com, use offer code TESH. That's going to give you 50% off your first order. You're going to get a beautiful box full of uh, a little packages of vitamins that are custom sorted for your lifestyle after you fill out that questionnaire. They look gorgeous on the counter. My wife doesn't complain about the bottles. So once again, that's TakeCareOf.com and use offer code TESH to get 50% off your first order. Our show today is also brought to you by Veradesk. Veradesk, if you've ever seen it, it's one of those desks that you put on top of your desk that allows you to turn your sitting desk into a stand-up desk, like the whole surface lifts up. John has one. Connie has one. We, we do business with a lot of big companies. Whenever we go visit their office, a good half to 70% of their of their workforce has the Veradesk on their desk. Uh, it's, it's, they say that sitting is the new smoking. Well, Veradesk actually helps you avoid sitting while you're working. You can't get away from your computer. I'm guilty of that. I need my computer in front of me all the time. But with Veradesk, I can stand while I'm working on my computer. John uses it for doing the radio show every single day. I'm telling you, it's a part of our life. They last a lifetime. He's bought one He's only had to buy one for himself, and he, it's, it's lasted him the entire time he's done the radio show. So if you would like to have a convertible standing sitting desk, all you got to do is go to veridesk.com slash podcast. That's V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K dot com slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Get the original Veridesk and join the movement movement. Welcome to another edition of Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I'm John Tesh with Connie Selica and Gib Gerard. And we got such a great response to our Intelligent Healing Special Volume 1 that we decided to do it again. We are, if you, if you don't know, we're, we've been doing, for 15 years, we've been uh, producing Intelligence for Your Life media. And so we have access to some really great uh, thinkers, PhDs, MDs, nutritionists. And a lot of these uh, folks end up on, uh, on Connie's show. and uh, Intelligence for your health. Yeah, intelligence for your health. Some really rich stuff. So um, our, our first guest that well, we Well, these wanted, guys are geniuses. I mean, that, yeah, let's not take are. away from it. They have great guys, hacks. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is a guy, Connie, that you love, Dr. Harold Katz. And he is. Yeah. I do love him. And um, he does this amazing... He, he creates this amazing product for um, maintaining good... Breath health. <laughs> and, you, you put, and you put it in my mouth the other day because I was fasting and it was like, oh, exactly. your breath. Wait, yeah. What you need to know, though, is that Connie. Don't do it, Gib. Connie Don't has it, Gib. a serious aversion to bad breath. It is like the number one. If your breath is bad, she just shoves a mint or a piece of gum in your face, whether you like it or not. You should have some gum. What? Just, just have some gum. And nobody else smells it but her. She's got ultra sensitive bad breath smells. So Dr. Katz <laughs> is like her secret. Uh, crush. It, it's her intellectual crush because he gets it. Well, he taught me that it is not beneficial to use alcohol in your mouth. That is most common in a lot of uh, mouthwashes. mouthwashes yeah. And the minty taste, that, that's counterproductive. His products don't have any alcohol in them. 
And th- and by the way, this is not a commercial for Dr. Katz. <laughs> it isn't, although I do use his products. You will okay. go into my bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You, you know in what? My he, purse, I, I, you said I gave it to you the other day. Yeah. I mean, let's just say he probably deserves a commercial. This is a guy who yeah. I love people who study one thing, right? Yeah. And so, um, and he's and 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 he's got some, um, and he's he's got a great bio. He's got some great credentials. Yeah. Well, let let's um, let's play the soundbite from my show, Intelligence for Your Health. Um, You're on. always in such <laughs> a hurry to make me stop well, talking. Well, it's, they're they're so good. I love that I know, but, we but, have but, interviews. Okay, so let me just do a little bit of background. We just said that this guy he, he studies bad breath, right? So he's trained at UCLA. He's now one of the world's top experts in bad breath. That's it. He says. The one thing that surprises many of his patients is that the number one cause of stinky breath is a dry mouth. Mm-hmm. So Connie asked Dr. Cash to explain why being dehydrated often matters more to our breath than the foods we eat. Fascinating. Here we go. Well, the one thing that uh, nature has given to us to uh, protect us from bad breath is saliva. So saliva actually has oxygen compounds which attack the bacteria that produce bad breath. Once your mouth is dry, you obviously have less saliva. You have that inability uh, to protect yourself from bad breath. That's one reason why uh, kids and babies who produce tons of saliva always smell fantastic. They even call it baby's breath, Connie. So uh, uh, you need to keep your mouth as moist as possible to make sure you have fresh breath. And that's also why you wake up in the morning, especially if you're a mouth breather and you wake up in the morning, your mouth is also dry. And that's why you have morning breath? Exactly. How much money do we spend on stuff, the minty stuff? Right. I mean, well, I all you got to do is salivate. Yeah. 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 All you got to yeah, do is salivate. Yeah. So just look at videos of steak being cooked online <laughs> and you'll have the best breath in the world is what he's saying. Actually, Connie, it's funny. It's so funny, you know, that we've been together for so many years, all of all three of us, that I can I can tell when she's when she's hungry because she makes that make she, give make this make the sound, <laughs> she makes the sound with her mouth. If she's she looking, she breathes in. Her lips are closed, and she takes a <laughs> tiny breath out of a little bit of lip space on the side of her mouth and makes this sound. Oh gosh, it's awesome. So 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 Connie, the other thing you and Dr. Katz talked about was uh, was the the juicing craze. I used to be one of those guys. That sh- well, we, you and I together. Yeah. We used to, we, there was a juice shop by the by the production office, and right. we would hit that up yeah. every yeah. single day. Yeah. Well, he's not telling us not to juice, but one of the things you can do is after you do drink a very acidy juice drink is right. to rinse out your mouth. Yeah, so here rinse we, it out with water. Here we go with his comment on that. One thing that we've noticed over the past couple of years or so where people are juicing and uh, eating smoothies is that people end up with tooth decay and more gum problems, some, some of these patients. And, and the reason is um, lots of fruits are healthy, but if you have concentrated fruits, especially citrus fruits, they're extremely acidic. Uh, the acids can destroy tooth enamel, can destroy gum tissue. Uh, same thing with certain vegetables. Uh, now, what's surprising is if you sort of dilute them with a little bit of water, you can get the pH back to neutral, uh, you're okay. So you do get the benefit of the smoothie uh, and the juicing, and you do get water. So there's no downside in that. Like you said, the plus side of this juice thing is how many vitamins you get. And let me tell you right. something. I have never had more vital vitamins and more vigor <laughs> than, when I was, than when I was drinking a lot of juice. But he's exactly right. Your mouth, it's so much sugar, and it changes your pH in your body, and that's not, that's not good. Well, and uh, Dr. Gundry, who we had on, the, on the, the previous podcast. Hates juice. Well, you know, he was, he, he, he was saying that, um, you remember this, Connie? He was saying that, that if, oh, go ahead and juice blueberries, for example, but throw away the juice. Throw away the juice and just eat, eat the, the pulp. pulp. Yeah. And that's where yeah. all of the best stuff yeah. is. Yeah. That's, well, that's interesting. juice and smoothies, right? right. The smoothies yeah. have the fiber. 
the right. fiber and all the nutrients in the skin, whereas the juice just has the has the juice, which right. is a good tasting part. Yeah. Like that, you know, you're throwing away the best part of the blueberry, best tasting part of the blueberry when you throw away the juice. And it's interesting because before I heard him say that, I had gone out and you can look at my refrigerator right now. I still have six bottles of <laughs> blueberry I'm sorry, juice. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can, I, you know, something something comes on Connie's uh, health show and, and I order at Amazon. And, and, I, and I guess I, I forget to unclick the subscribe button. So, yeah. so it's like all kinds of fish and blueberries. And you're so sweet about it. You, 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 you blew up the first time. Then you realize that, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm just a mess and you might as well just tolerate me. You and I, you and I have an online shopping compulsion. Hey. I mean, I they feel, like, I feel like online shopping has bridged a gap that used to exist with us where it was the big to-do of going to, oh, I heard this great thing. And then I think, oh, but yeah. I got to go to the store yeah. and yeah. try this new Not silver-laced <laughs> fabric that's good for exercise <laughs> okay, wear. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's, then all but, of a sudden you buy it online. Well, let's not talk about this anymore. And a hundred show yeah. up. We're, we're, Thankfully, though, with the Dr. Cat stuff, now we have stuff you hey, can listen, buy Hey, listen, if your wife was here, I wouldn't do this to you, okay? <laughs> I'm saying I do it. I'm not throwing you under okay, the bus. Okay, so we're I'll, together I'll, in I'll this. Make sure she, I'll make sure she, yeah. So just a quick footnote on the Gundry thing as we were talking. He loves blueberries for, for brain health, for brain activity, but he doesn't, but he's also, as, you, as if you heard the, the podcast, he does not like all the glucose. glucose yeah. So yeah. that's why he says, uh, do it again. To, uh, to take, separate the pulp and the, and the juice. Yeah. So, right. But, After you're juicing it, throw away the juice and just eat the pulp. Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. eat the garbage bag in the back of your juicer. That's you what know, he wants you to do. <laughs> it's opposite of what he wants you to do with tomatoes. Which with is tomatoes, tomatoes. You, yeah. yeah, you can't eat the skin because yeah. that's where the lectins are. Yeah, and 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 again, his he's got a couple of great books out, but the one the latest one is uh, the Plant uh, Paradox, Doctor uh, Doctor Gundry. Um, so, for those of you who have listened to the radio show, uh, you may have heard me talk about um, about back pain. And mm-hmm. uh, gosh, I think it's like sixty five percent of people in North America right now have some form of back pain. And I, I think it was eight eight years ago. Now it was eight years ago because we like were because we were out on the on the Jersey Shore. Uh, and uh, I not had, on a TV show, just, right? Yeah, just physically <laughs> on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I had terrible back pain. It was worse it, than terrible yeah, back pain. I was you paralyzed. Were, I was yeah. in a wheelchair. I was, I, in a, I, I was pushing you around New York City. Okay, should, should we talk about that first? <laughs> so we're going to tell you, Doctor Doctor um, Stork, right? Doctor Travis Stork from the Doctors. He's going to talk about uh, about back pain. But first, some background. So all of a sudden, I, I was playing uh, on stage in Canada. And I thought that somebody, I thought that Gibb, who was on stage, I thought that he had pulled out a, 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 a 22 rifle. I don't know why I went directly to this. And, and shot me in the, in, in the hip. Because you had just I, watched JFK. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, and I, I kept taking Advil, and I came home, and it got worse and worse. I remember I'd be up in the middle of the night, and I was crawling take, on the floor, uh, crawling on the crawling. floor, and, and I was, you know, I was, I was taking Vicodin, and I, I mean, I, I took so many drugs. I'm lucky to be alive because back pain is so unbelievably horrible, and it affects everything. You had floppy foot, everything. Yeah. everything. Floppy foot? Stop it. What is floppy foot? <laughs> it's see, you, you end up with. I, I had a compressed nerve, so Connie, so the doctor, we went to we went to uh, Cornell, and and I got a, a neurological exam. They first thought I might have. Um, What's that? What's that thing when you get from mosquito Lyme disease? I thought I might have Lyme disease because it presents the same way, but I had damage. So my nerves and my leg were so damaged that that when I walked, my foot <laughs> Connie calls it. Well, it's called actually technically floppy foot. You and Bugs Bunny have this disease. Yeah, yeah exactly. It looked exactly like 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 Bugs Bunny. So so Dr. Marshall Matos, our friend, found us this amazing doctor in New York. Uh, if you can get in, if you have a back problem and you and you want surgery, I I, I had to have surgery because I had a I had a ruptured disc and some other problems and. So Dr. Ronald Moscovich down there by NYU 
did an, an amazing surgery and just changed my life. But Connie and you Prima... You just recently mentioned that that was... Just recently you were enjoying the benefits... this morning. Of the, was it this morning? Yeah. That you were enjoying the benefits of that yeah, surgery was, and just amazed was, at how... Yeah, I was swinging 50-pound kettlebells and in, 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 in no pain. No, so, but people need to realize there was a whole year you were doing the radio show, laying down on your back, holding the microphone. You had to lay down to do the radio show because you couldn't right. you couldn't sit, sit up, up straight for that yeah. long. Yeah, and I know there That's are people incredible incredible amount of pain. I know there are people that are in that kind of kind of pain uh, right now. And Connie and Prima before the surgery were wheeling me around um, in a in, in a wheelchair in a little tiny wheelchair in Manhattan. And and I, I didn't occur to me that Manhattan is really most of it is really not wheelchair friendly. It no. is not. So they Too thought many it would, potholes. They would be they thought it'd be fun to go from curb to curb, you know, uh, and <laughs> at, at high speeds. And at one point, they they hit a curb and it's and and, and the wheelchair stopped. And I kept going, and and I, I could still walk. It was just that I was I was it was very painful to walk to walk. So I got launched out of the wheelchair and I landed on both feet. And, and, and in it's a miracle. Exactly. <laughs> he can walk. It's a miracle. In Manhattan, there are a lot of people observing everything every yeah. minute, uh, and so they saw us wheeling him in the wheelchair. And then all of a sudden, he's walking across the yeah. street. And it you're was healed. a miracle. You're yeah, healed. you're healed. This but is it long... wasn't that easy. He had to have the surgery, but it was very successful. Yeah, Thank once, you, Doctor Moscovich. Once again, you guys stood by my side. So that brings us to your back pain. Those of you who are listening. Um, so our, our guest, a guest that we had re- uh, recently on Connie's show is ER physician, Dr. Travis Stork. And you love him, Connie, on The Doctors. He's, yes. He's great. Well, he was on The Bachelor, wasn't he? Is that- he's on The Bachelor. He's on The Doctors. And you're just saying you hate, you hate him. Oh, look, the guy's he a- was on The Bachelor? Yeah, he was, he was The Bachelor? That's how he got the gig. So yeah. Was he a Bachelor uh, or did he did not get picked? I don't know. I think I don't. You I know, know, I don't follow don't closely know. enough. But the guy, the guy has like a you know ten million dollar smile. He is in amazing shape. He's a he's a doctor. He's on the doctors. He speaks rides very his well. Bike, rides, rides his, his bike, bike to work. work. It's like it's and he, he does. He's what we should all aspire to be. And stand I, and up straight. He does, he does stand up. Yeah. Straight. So on the show, he talked about suffering a herniated disc in his neck, and it took months of rehab. Uh, so Connie asked him to share what he learned from the experience about preventing neck and back can injuries. I, can yes, I you can. Yes, you can. Can I just paint a picture here? Sure. I want to paint a picture yeah, of yeah. my co-host, Gib Gerard, sitting at his microphone with a posture brace on. Yes. He has been sporting this posture brace for quite some time, working on his posture. So now we can listen to Travis Stork. Yeah, and, and you, all three of us are busting each other on our posture all the time because it's so important. Here's, uh, here's Dr. Stork. So what's interesting for me is I ended up herniating this called cervical disc, and that's in my neck. And as a result of that, my right arm literally went numb. And over time, I started to lose muscle mass. And what I learned is that most cases of back pain or back injuries, they're actually acute on chronic. So for me, it was I lost my posture over the years, I wasn't paying attention to it. And over time, uh, that started to cause issues until the disc actually herniated. So my lesson and something I've been talking about on the doctors, and what we need to do is we need to take care of our backs. 90 plus percent of us suffer from back pain at some point or another. So the most important thing is prevention. And one of the best ways to prevent back pain is good posture. Everyone, again, before you go to bed at night, look in the mirror. Make sure that core is engaged. Make sure those glutes are engaged. And make sure that you got a nice, good posture. And if you're not sure what good posture looks like, I'm telling you, go see a physical therapist. Go see a healthcare professional who can talk to you about what good posture is supposed to look like. And for me, months and months of rehab got me into a better posture. And with that, I took pressure off the nerve. And, and my symptoms are so much better. And now I tell everyone I see, 
check your posture before it's too late. So what are your tips, you guys, for, well, for I good would, posture? I would first change one thing that he said. He said, before you go to bed at night, look in the mirror, do it. I would do it in the morning, so then you can Zero. work on correcting yeah. it. Well, yeah. So this is exactly why so I, I use a laptop, um, and I don't always use an ergonomic keyboard and put the laptop up the way you're supposed to. So if you think about a laptop, you, you, your shoulders roll forward, your head leans in, and you're, it's, it's like the, the perfect bomb to bomb your posture. Right, because you're you're you you bring your arms in and your head down, mm-hmm. and that just ruins your posture. And I'm on a laptop literally all day long, mm-hmm. um, so so I have that I have those rolled forward shoulders. And I I saw some pictures of myself recently, and I saw how forward my shoulders were, and I thought that is terrible. I really need to fix that. That's so, when you started wearing this. Brace. So I got this posture brace, and what it does is it holds my shoulders back. And if I try to roll forward, it literally won't let me. I'm I'm, I'm wearing it right now. I'm trying to roll my shoulders forward, and it won't let me. So, so what that does is it, it, I only have to wear it for like a half hour or an hour a day. And the rest of the day, my shoulders know where they need to be. They know where home base is. And my posture gets fixed as a result of that. John's taking, literally taking a picture of me right now wearing my posture ba- brace. I, I, yeah, because you, you look like you're about ready to jump out of an airplane with a parachute on. It, it but, looks, your, but your posture looks great. Yeah, but looks, do you ever wear it under clothing? I don't wear it under clothing. It's not like a it, – it's, it's just to remind myself – where my shoulders need to be. You you wore mine. You have your own, but you wore mine because mine's better. Yes, yours is better than mine, but I do have my own. But I have a couple of tricks. One Go of ahead. The, one of them is you stand up and you take your um, the palms of your hand, your fingertips, and put them on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that oh, like will, I'm, a, I'm a little teapot. That yes, kind of, yeah. exactly. And that will put you into good posture. And another way is hang your arms down by your side. And turn your palms forward, and that puts your yeah. And make sure. So, if you want to check your posture, whatever it is, if you're standing up straight and your arms are hanging by the sides, your thumbs should be pointed where your nose is pointed, so straight ahead. Your thumbs should be straight ahead. But to get yourself in the position, turn your hands out. Yep, palms forward. There you go. And the one thing I do want to want to throw in here because this is what uh, several back doctors and a surgeon told me is, you know, back surgeons they hate sit-ups if you have any even if you don't have background you should not be doing mm-hmm. sit-ups for your for your core well, because somehow you i knew that for a long time that's you did. why i've stayed away from sit-ups no no yeah. that's not why i've stayed away from sit-ups. <laughs> i just can't do them i hate sit-ups <laughs> but now i have a good reason yeah. not to do them yeah and so then but but the number one number one way to build your core is to do planks and everybody knows what those are they're they're they're, they're terrible uh, like and, you're about and, to do a push-up, but you never go down and do the push-up. Right. And Prima, our daughter, who teaches a dance at Pure Bar, um, she, you know, that's, they're, they're, they're very uh, big on, on uh, preserving the core and strengthening the core. Uh, but those pl- uh, planks are, the, are really the way to, the way to go. But, that's, but you know, the, the reality is, that we, you know, you go to the gym and you think, I want abs. And, uh, and you think that you're going to get abs by doing a lot of crunches. But most of us already have abs. They're just under a layer of fat on our body. And I, oh, every trainer I've ever talked to tells me that you can't exercise your way to abs because it's eighty percent in your diet. Yeah, yeah, you know that that's like that's the single most important thing. And one of the big, I don't know about you, I, I we we just started this ketogenic diet, but I am I am I struggle with what I can eat. I, I just I'm terrified to yeah. eat the wrong thing after yeah. all the stuff we listen to on the show. Yeah, yeah. So listen, uh, as much as we like uh, Doctor Stork, and he's not, but but he's he's hard to get an interview, and it's great that uh, uh, Connie, you've had him on the show mm. a couple of times. So so give he also he also talks about. Um, about his favorite diets. Well, yeah, you want, you look at the guy and you go, well, what is he eating? I want to eat what that guy's eating because I want to look like that. So uh, we uh, we had you ask him what uh, what exactly it is that he eats and what he thinks is the best thing. But with all the fad diets out there, high carb, low carb, no carb, uh, high fat, high protein. What what is the? 
How do we look like Dr. Stork? How do we get that body? And 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 in so many areas, he takes... Does it a, sound like I have a bit of a crush on Dr. Stork? <laughs> yes. I feel like it sounds like that, but yeah. I just, I, I admire him. Bro, in so many areas, he takes the position of balance. And, mm-hmm. and this is one of the areas he takes that position of balance. Because, as he says, it is not easy to do extreme diets. And for most people, you can't stay on an extreme for a long period of time. And what we're doing with our ketogenic diet is extreme and we're supporting each other in doing mm-hmm. it and we don't know yet how long we're going to last doing it but it feels great for us yeah, now it it's working for the three of us so, so let's listen to what he had to say look there are all these conflicting studies out there is it better to eat a high fat diet or a low fat high carb so my take on it is this whenever there's conflicting data i always try to find balance i eat a lot of fat and I tend to eat fat that's good for you, whether it's olive oils, nuts, wow. avocados. That's me. As an example, make a really healthy salad with olive oil and some cheese sprinkled on top. And it's interesting, since I've added more fat to my diet, my cholesterol numbers have improved uh-huh. quite a bit um, in terms of good cholesterol versus bad cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I don't avoid carbohydrates, and I think it's a mistake, too, for most people. Whole grains, legumes fruits and vegetables, you know, these are carbohydrates that not only give us fuel, but are loaded with antioxidants and fiber. And so me, to me, it's always about balance. And extremes tend to not work for most people, not just physiologically, Mm -hmm. mentally. Most people are happiest when they're eating good fats, good carbs, and obviously protein. He's good. Yeah, but the wonderful thing about what we're doing is we are happy. And like he said, some people are happiest doing the other way of eating. But we're all agreeing that we feel amazing. And that will keep us going. Just to remind everybody, the ketogenic diet is a high-fat, almost no-carb diet. No refined sugars at all. And you're down to and, and low, 5% and, of your diet. is great and, and fatty low, foods. And low fatty protein, too. Fatty cheeses yeah, protein. and butter. And, oh, it's, yeah, I know. It sounds ridiculous. I'm, I'm never hungry. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I haven't been craving carbs. I maybe it's once so far I've, I've yeah. craved carbs, but easy to get over because then you eat a piece of cream cheese. Yeah, yeah. I would oh, not allow disgusting. myself to eat cream it's cheese magic. before. But what 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 I think what, what Doctor Stork is saying here is that for most people, eliminating carbs completely is it's it's lifestyle uh, prohibitive, right? Yeah. To just com- so people are your body needs something to burn. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so he he did not talk about refined sugar or confections or processed food. What he was talking about were complex carbohydrates that you find in whole grains and legumes, which is very different from how most of us are uh, are normally eating. And we've cut out even those whole grains and legumes out of our diet. Mm -hmm. But, uh, But yeah, for most people, that's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. Well, I've always been sensitive to the legumes. I've always been, and I didn't know why, and now I know. You're sensitive to the plight of the legume. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Charles Gerber, correct? Yes, and uh, I also wanted to say, Gib, that if, if, because we're so up here in uh, in, in the ether about, oh, the ketogenic diet. If you want to, I think we should give one tip, right? If you want to try it, look up Bulletproof Coffee. So that's the way we drink our coffee mm-hmm. in the morning. We, we have coffee with 
And you use uh, coconut, coconut oil and ghee. Coconut oil and ghee, which is which is clarified butter. It's butter without the solids because I just can't handle the solids right. in my and, coffee. And what I do uh, for Connie and me is I w- I will I'll make uh, make coffee right, and then I put this uh, I put this ghee and or even just a stick of butter in the coffee, and then I blend it, which makes it frothy. And and, and let us know when the next time you get hungry is. It's oh yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, but there's another product that you use that's the ghee mixed with chocolate. Yeah, what is that? It's called. Uh, you know what? On, on the other side of the of uh, of, of our, our quick commercials here, I'll I'll uh, I'll have that for you because I ordered it online and it's uh, I ordered thirty of them. <laughs> if you want one, just hit up John on Twitter. He'll just send you one. We got too many. Once again, I want to tell you that our show is brought to you today by Veridesk. It's unbelievable. I cannot sing the praises of Veridesk enough. It lets you sit and stand while you work, and it started an absolute movement. You, you hear our show. We talk about sitting as the new smoking. Well, that's what Veridesk helps to fix. The height adjusts in seconds. It's super easy. A, uh, a, desk, a desk surface full of all the computers that we use to do the radio show. John is able to lift it up, no problem. It helped him when he was going through, uh, before he had his back surgery, having the Veridesk help helped him survive that time because he was able to stand into the show. Sitting is terrible for you. There's nothing we talk about more than how bad sitting is for you. Veridesk solves that problem. It'll fit on your desk. It'll fit your computer. It, it lasts a lifetime. John has had one. He has had one Veridesk, and he uses it every single day. He's had it for years. If you would like that same amazing craftsmanship, all you got to do is go to veridesk.com slash podcast. That's V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K dot com slash podcasts. They have models starting for as little as $175. If you don't love it, they have a 30-day uh, they have a 30-day return guarantee. So all you got to do is send it back and they'll give you your money back. It is the best way to make a small lifestyle change that will make you healthier overall. Once again, veridesk.com slash podcast. Okay, we were just talking about uh, about bulletproof coffee, and uh, I, I looked at my order history at Amazon, and I found it, and it's, and it's really quite quite amazing. And by the way, there's 265 customer reviews, and they're all five stars. So this is what you put. Or this is how you can start a ketogenic diet. And in this thing called Coffee Booster, why didn't I invent this? It's a blend of grass fed ghee, which, right, is, which right? is what I put in my coffee. Right coconut oil and cacao mm. uh, and, and Connie you know about cacao because it's in the black chocolate that you uh, the dark, dark chocolate. chocolate that you eat yeah. yeah but the key is low sugar yeah it's the cacao is the mm. is the percentage of relative to sugar in, mm. in the in the chocolate and it's it's amazing it's basically a frothy mocha that you that you when you put it in your blender it makes like a frothy mocha with your coffee it cools it off too much for me then I have to put it in the microwave but okay. it's delicious <laughs> I'm so surprised you found the negative in what we're talking about. Apart from us, Connie has uh, has very many uh, uh, healthy Perks. healthy friends. I was going to say healthy friends, and one of them is uh, a guy whose nickname is Doctor Germ. He's incredibly your favorite. Doctor Gerber is yeah, your he's favorite. Not, he's, yeah, Doctor Charles Gerber, microbiologist from the University of Arizona. Sounds like a Spider-Man villain, Doctor yeah? Germ. Uh, and so uh, recently, Connie asked Doctor Gerber, "Where are germs lurking?" In our home. Well, most people would be surprised that the germiest area in the home is actually your kitchen area. There's actually more fecal bacteria in your kitchen sink than in the toilet. Oh, after oh you flush it. And that's probably why dogs drink out of the toilet, because there's actually fewer fecal bacteria than your sink. And your sponges and cleaning tools in your kitchen area have a lot of fecal bacteria in them. In a <laughs> study we did some years ago, 10% of all kitchen sponges had salmonella in it, which is a common cause of uh, bacterial diarrhea. How do they get in there? It's your raw food products, your raw meats, your raw vegetables. They get into your sponges and cleaning cloths, and it's wet, it's moist. You're picking up food all the time. 
they grow like crazy. So many people don't realize that every time you clean, you can spread E. coli around. Other common areas are like your cutting boards. There are actually uh, about 200 times more fecal bacteria on average oh. cutting board in a home than a toilet seat. We've really got to make sure you clean your cutting boards. Uh, otherwise, you might wind up with a salmonella salad if you're putting meat oh. and salad on the table. <laughs> Stop this guy. Uh, other areas that tend to be fairly germy in homes are, are floors. Uh, in fact, you can get uh, uh, E. coli on a lot of floors. We found particularly if you have children or dogs in the house. So uh, you might want to uh, pay attention to when you put children on the floor, maybe put a, a rug there or use some of the newer vacuum cleaners which have UV light in them. That's oh. another area, particularly small children because they're very close to the floor. Yeah, thanks so much. They're always putting their hands and fingers in their nose and mouth. In fact, a small child does that many as 80 times an hour and swallows the equivalent amount of dirt on six kitchen floor tiles per day. Oh, okay. Wow. So those five of you who are still with us. <laughs> so as disturbing as that is, uh, you, his, his point about the bathroom being cleaner than the kitchen, you, you treat your bathroom as though it is the place of waste, right? So you bleach it regularly. You, well, I was just going to yeah, say that. So One smart. thing he didn't mention, and That's what smart. I do for my cutting boards is I keep a, a bottle of spray bleach in yeah. my kitchen yep. and you know the bleach comes now with fragrances so it doesn't smell that bad but i take it outside i take the cutting boards outside and, 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 and i and spray is the ble- them is, is, the, is the spray already diluted or do you have to do that i dilute it oh, right, okay right, right. Yeah. and um and spray the cutting boards and let them dry and that takes care of a lot of that bacteria oh yeah so that's the right what you just did is essentially what what most toilet cleaning products have in them which is a which is a low-grade bleach right uh, or ammonia, and that and that kills the fecal bacteria in your toilet. That's what you need to be using every once in a while in your kitchen. That's a, according to him. And so, I, as a as a haver of young children, I can attest to the fact that they are tiny little germ bombs. I mean, they but just, your mother in law tells you to let them get on the floor and eat the germs. Yeah, to build their immune system. But you know what? She, you know what she's not doing? She's not coming to my house at three o'clock in the morning and taking care of them. Yeah. <laughs> So they're going to be 20 years old and they won't get sick when they're in college. But uh, in the meantime, I got a thousand gray hairs because I'm up all night. (laughs) The other thing we need to mention, another trick for the sponges is to put them in the microwave. Yeah, first, first soak them. I, I, I gave that tip about 15 years ago. Is that like one of the first tips on the radio show? I said, yeah, nuke your, your, your sponge in the microwave for a minute. I forgot to say soak it. So we got, we got a lot of people with fires in their microwave. <laughs> but that, that works. And, and, and you know, people, every, time I do, every time you do a germ piece or we do one on the other show, you get people like, oh, I don't want to hear about germs. The, but the, the point is, there's very simple stuff you can do so you don't end up uh, vomiting for three days in a row. So it's really important. And, and we'll, you know, and, and on, a, on a future show, we'll do airplanes too with with, uh, with Dr. Gerber. But now ahead. with Dr. Gerber, the next topic that we talked about that is a pet peeve of mine are these reusable grocery bags. Now it, we live in California, and in California, we are required to bring our it's own the law. bags. Or we pay ten cents a bag to get another bag. And in some parts of California, you can't even pay the ten cents anymore. They just don't have a bag. It 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 is so counterproductive. I know even myself when I bring a bag in that's been sitting in my car, it's full of Lucy hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucy, my dog has been in my car. That where has that bag been? What yeah. else has been in my car? But especially, you need to track your bags better. <laughs> this does not sound like a policy problem. This sounds like a you have an issue with it. But you, need a, I, you need a bag. What about? I don't, know, I don't know where the next person's bags have been. And those bags are sitting on the counter with my f- fresh produce. 
So in, a bag has been there full of germs, and then my fresh produce is on that same counter, and I'm taking that home. So you wash the fresh produce when oh, you get home. Oh, come on. It's just, it's, just it, it's unsanitary. This I, is what Dennis Miller calls a rant. <laughs> the, the, the bottom line, though, is that they're important. We can't keep wasting all of the material that we waste to make these throwaway bags. We need reusable bags, but we need to, we need to find what, first of all, we need to figure out how bad they are as far as biohazards are concerned, and we need to find a way to make them healthier for us. So Dr. Gerba. So Dr. Gerber is over there in a soundproof room, and he'd like to talk now. <laughs> Here he comes. Yeah, we were quite surprised in our recent study how germy reusable grocery bags were. I mean, basically, we found fecal bacteria in about 50% oh. of them and E. coli in almost 20% That's of the grocery bags. bags we tested from wow. uh, people going into stores. Uh, the reason was, uh, we found out, was almost nobody ever washes these reusable grocery bags. Only about 3% of the people ever claimed they ever washed it. Half the people said they used these grocery bags to haul their clothing to go to the laundromat, put their gym shorts in there, put their shoes in there. And nobody ever thinks of uh, cleaning their reusable grocery bags. So that would be a really good idea because you really don't want to be growing salmonella in your grocery sack. Yeah. Uh, so I think maybe a little bit of maintenance is called for. If not, make sure you separate your red beet products in certain bags and your uh, raw produce. Don't mix those uh, yeah. for certain. I had never thought about this. Uh, and then until you brought it up, um, this guy loves the How often do you go grocery shopping? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I'm doing this. I did not wake up this morning expecting to hear the words fecal bacteria I know, this much. I know. And, <laughs> you know it's, uh, and also, uh, uh, in his last spot, he talked about salmonella salad, which is one of the worst menu items I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got a big uh, response, Connie, to uh, your, your interview with, uh, with Dr. Dan Butner, the author of The, the Blue Zones on, on the previous podcast. Uh, and his, uh, his book is called, uh, it's, it's been around for a while, Blue Zones, Lessons of Living Longer from the People Who Have Lived the Longest. Basically, the Blue Zones, and he worked with PBS uh, on this, are, are areas, are outlying areas where there are places like Sardinia and even Loma Linda, California, where it's like, why are so many people living to be 100? It's not in Okinawa, but it's not just the fish. It's a whole bunch of, uh, a whole bunch of things. And so you, you asked him um, uh, about that, you know, what, what are some of the key areas? And he started talking about volunteering. And we've seen so much data on uh, On volunteering. volunteering. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we talked about volunteering being a great place um, to meet people in, right. in, instead of uh, online dating services. Yeah. Volunteer and you Swipe meet right on living outside yourself. <laughs> and he talks about how it's addictive. But I find it so Swipe interesting. Swipe right on helping others. <laughs> this, is, this is the campaign I'm putting together. I it's going to be at bus stations okay, across America. Um, I love how they came up with why it's called the blue zone. I love that story. They were they were mapping it out, and they used a blue pen to circle the area. So if you were inside the blue zone because it was a blue pen, that's why they're called the blue zones. I know, and I got all messed up with this because when you first did, did the interview with him, I, I I didn't know that, and so I started going out and just eating all kinds of blue stuff. And well, blueberries would yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a lot of there's not a lot of blue stuff here. Here is uh, Dan Butner. We know that volunteers have lower BMIs, in other words, they, they weigh less, they have less body fat, wow. uh, they have lower health care costs. This comes from the University of Baltimore. And we also know, looking at worldwide well-being studies, that people volunteer also report higher levels of uh, happiness, of well-being overall. And this may be because uh, they tend to have a better social network. Uh, they tend to be engaging their strengths and abilities it could also be because instead of focusing on their own problems, and we all have a, a list of immutable problems that no matter how hard we work on them, they, they we're always, we might take eight 
big problems off the top of the list. We have eight new ones on the bottom of the list. Instead of putting more energy in our own problems, we focus on somebody else's problems and thereby diminish our own problems. But it is very clear worldwide. We found it in Blue Zones. We found it in Thrive. Uh, people who volunteer not only live longer, uh, but they're happier. And here's the kicker. Altruism or volunteering is as addictive as cocaine and sugar. It stimulates mm. the same neural pathway. Well, now you're interested. So once you tend to try volunteering, it very quickly becomes addictive. And we around Blue Zones here love things that are going to last a long time and volunteering lasts. Mm. This is one of the reasons why you might want to consider uh, getting involved with your church or, or, or synagogue or, or even just a volunteer organization because one of the big questions is that we always get on the on the radio show is how do I get started? And it's always the you know it's like how do I get started praying? How do I get started staying in the Word of God? How do I get started? And and so there, there's plenty of stuff online, but being a part of a group mm-hmm. and and Connie mentioned that not only is it a great way to meet quality people if you're if you're single, but also a way to just sort of get direction with an organization that's already put together so that you have something that fits your lifestyle, whether it's whether it's animals or or it's uh, you know people with four fingers, whatever it is, and that's a great example. <laughs> and just like a, an ad campaign out there at one point, just do it. Yeah, just yeah. go start. Just do it. Well, you pick something you're passionate about. Everybody's passionate about something. You you sit around. Maybe you don't like the trash in your neighborhood. Well, you can volunteer and clean up trash in your neighborhood. Maybe mm-hmm. you really care mm-hmm. about dogs. You can work at a pet shelter and help and help raise money for a pet shelter. All of that stuff is just one step away, and you just got to pick that one thing. And again, it's as addictive as cocaine and sugar, which um, if, if there's ever a volunteering anonymous meeting, <laughs> that's going uh, to be hard to find people who are willing yeah. to be the officers for that meeting because it's a volunteer job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, fell off the wagon. I volunteered to host a volunteers anonymous <laughs> meeting. Wow. So as we uh, proceed with the titans of healing on this uh, podcast, vol- volume two, um, the next person we're going to hear from is uh, certified gastroenterologist, Dr. Rashini Raj. And Connie, you've been uh, speaking with her for for years. On my show, yes. And uh, she's an advocate for probiotics. Yeah. I take one every single day. And when we were taking care of Connie's mom, uh, and by the way, the reason your mother is alive for the last seven or eight years is because you have just gotten her the best care. And, 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 And by the way, you know, socialization has been amazing for her. But when we were- She demands socialization. Yeah. Even after her stroke, when she couldn't speak, it was very clear that she was demanding socialization. Remember when we were at Desert Springs? Um, uh, the, 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 Make the, her sound like a zoo animal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we were at... Um, she was in the hospital for three months, right? And we, what was, we What's the name of the trauma center? Desert Regional. Yes. Yeah. And, With our uh, friend Andy, Andy Fragan. Yes. And we ran into a nurse who was preaching on probiotics, and she called it... She calls the gut her second brain. And so does Gundry too. It's like she yes. pulled it. She, like, it's like she didn't have permission, but she pulled us aside and we said, you know, like, you know, you know, plastics is going to be huge. <laughs> it was like, it's like, you, <laughs> know, you, know, you know, you're, it's yeah, all ball you know, your guts, yeah, you, should, you should invest in Amazon. She, her thing was, was really, you got to invest in your gut. Here, here's Rashini Raj. The field of probiotics is just exploding in terms of research into different parts of medicine and different parts of your body that they can really affect. And the latest uh, kind of field that we're seeing probiotics has an effect on is on your skin. Not only taking probiotics internally, but applying probiotics topically to your skin can really benefit your skin in a few different ways. First of all, it helps strengthen your skin's natural defense barrier. So this is something that will decrease moisture loss so you can stay, your skin stays hydrated for longer. 
It also prevents your skin from kind of seeing or being too exposed to the unhealthy bacteria and other toxins that it's exposed to, so you're not as likely to mount an inflammatory response. The less inflammation you have in your skin, the better in terms of redness, irritation, and even aging changes. Some topical probiotics have even been shown to increase collagen production, increase elasticity. So there are many different benefits both in terms of aging, but also just in terms of skin sensitivity that probiotics can make a big difference. So, so that was new for me. I didn't know that, uh, that it affected your skin, your skin, too. I thought it was just your By brain putting and it on. Your skin, your skin is the largest organ in your body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, you, you don't think of it as, as an organ like you do the inside of your body, but it's got all the same kinds of cells. Um, it's got some different kinds of cells, but it, it needs to be nourished the way your whole body needs to be nourished. So that's a great, that's a great point. There are topical probiotic products that you put on your face, but I wonder if it would work if you just smear yogurt on your face. Let's uh, why, try that. Why don't Let's you experiment yeah, with yeah. that? We'll, we'll take okay. pictures. We'll get you some, we'll get <laughs> yeah, yeah, you some yeah. probiotic yogurt uh, yeah. and uh, you walk around with that and see if anybody's willing to talk to you for the rest okay. of the day. Yeah. yeah. So uh, w- one, more, uh, one more piece from our, 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 our Titan, our latest Titan of healing, Dr. Uh, Raj. And Connie asked her... Um, you know, for, a, for an overall healthy lifestyle, what are some of the important habits that she would recommend as an MD that, really interesting. that we change? When we talk about a healthy diet, I think some of the biggest mistakes we're making include not eating enough plant-based foods. So the more animal protein, animal meats uh, that you're eating, you know, that means there's less on your plate that's derived from plants, those fruits and vegetables, those are what we really should be making the majority or the staple of our diet rather than just a, a side or a third of it. So that's, I think, one of the biggest mistakes is people are not having enough of their greens and their fruits. These are chock full of vitamins, antioxidants, and they don't have the unhealthy elements that the meats do. Uh, in terms of our exercise routine, in general, Americans are just not moving enough. Yeah. We're very sedentary. We're sitting for, for sure. too long. Too much of our day is spent sitting down. So, so I'm not saying everyone has to go to the gym for an hour, although that would be great, but just getting some movement in your day as much as you can, whether it's walking to work or taking a walk uh, during your lunch break, all of these things really have shown to be, you know, make a huge impact on your health, not in, just in terms of cardiovascular disease, but cancer, dementia, depression, pretty much almost every disease you can think of, exercising can help decrease your risk. And one of the things, Connie, that works for me is, as you know, is that I, I try to, um, I set a, a timer on my, on my smartphone. So uh, I set it for 40 minutes, so I'll, I'll work and then, and then just try and do something, whether it's just walk down the, walk down the hill or climb some stairs. Um, you know, just get, getting some, it just makes sure you're not sitting all day. Well, because even if you do the hour of the gym, I, I'm at the gym for about an hour every morning. And if you're, mm-hmm. sit, if you're sitting for the rest, well, I'm, not, I'm just saying, if you're sitting for the rest of the day, you undo all the benefits of, of getting up and going and moving if you, if you don't maintain and stand up every once in a while. Thankfully, my watch tells me every hour to stand up for at least a minute. And you know what I use that I love is the Veradesk. I have that desk that you can shorten and heighten so I can sit on it, sit down and work at my desk. And then I can also stand and lift it. And I still have access to my um, laptop without bending over. It's a wonderful little What invention. a great way to tell you that today's show is actually brought to you by Veradesk. Oh. Wow. Uh, over 90% of all Fortune 500 companies share one thing in common, and that is they use Veradesk. You can find Veradesk on their desks at all of those Fortune 500 companies. And you, you use it, right? It's right there. 
you just push two little buttons on either side and you, and you go from sitting to standing in like in like two seconds and I have a million monitors and they all and they're all on there and, and you don't want to you don't want to sit all day but you also don't want to stand all day so you go you up, know, up and, and down, down. Yeah. up and down that's the that's that's the key so if you would like to get a Veridesk, go to veridesk.com, V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K.com slash podcast. It's the original Veridesk. You can join this movement. And they actually, it's a great step. If you work in an, in an office, this is the best thing you could possibly do for yourself in terms of your long-term health. Sitting is the new smoking. Veridesk helps cure that. It's like, <laughs> it's like nicotine gum for the sedentary lifestyle. Right, and and all you got to do is preach. just go, just just preach. Just go to their website. It's it's the most beautiful website. Even if you're not, if we're, if we're not convincing you, once you get to the website, it'll be like it's like going to um, uh, to a private jet website. You don't want one, and it's much cheaper <laughs> than a private jet. The very significantly desk, the very the very desk. We want to uh, we want to thank all of our our titans of uh, of healing today. We want to thank Connie for doing all these uh, interviews for us, give for for producing and putting it all together. And um, I, you know, this to me, this is like this is it's like, it's like a uh, a, a, the podcast for me is like a dream because I feel like I'm in a, in a press conference, and and so uh, Dan Butner and Dr. Rashini Raj and Dr. Stork and and uh, and Dr. Uh, Gundry, all these guys, they're right in front of us. They're just, all in your head. Yeah, and we're able to ask them questions. I mean, it's it's a great assembly. You've got the most intellectual personality disorder I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to comment, please go. Uh, please uh, tweet at us. It's at Connie Selica, at Gib Gerard, or at John Tesh, or on our, our Facebook page. And please spread the news. Make sure you give us a, a, a review on, on uh, iTunes and subscribe so you don't miss any volume of the podcast that's going to help move you forward in your life. It's intelligence for your life.